What's up, everybody? It's Brian Ford with Self-Improvement Daily. Take ownership of your personal development one tip at a time. Do you know what's coming? It's time for another self-improvement sit-down. Has it been two weeks already? Remember, if you prefer the short, action-packed, two-minute personal development tips that I typically share on the podcast, then fear not. It'll be back tomorrow as scheduled. But as for now, this is a really special opportunity to get in the mind of a future leader. I get a lot of credit for being 26 and accomplishing some of the things that I've done, but this guy is 21 years old and already has a lifetime of experience to share. We talk about managing high-profile situations as young professionals, the difference between those who need to plan and those who need to just get in motion, and overcoming childhood struggles and the growth that comes from it. So let's get to it. Self-improvement sit-down number four with Jordan Paris. What's up? We are live. Welcome to another self-improvement sit-down. And today is exceptionally, especially a pleasure for me. Today's guest is Jordan Paris. He's a 21-year-old author. He's a sought-after website developer and host of one of my favorite podcasts, Growth Mindset University. And if you like the more interview and conversation-based shows, then definitely check out Growth Mindset University because Jordan brings on unbelievable guests and does a great job asking the tough questions, which brings out great responses from those guests. And sorry, Jordan, I'll let you talk in a bit, I promise. But I just wanted to touch on how we linked up in the first place. Sure, so yeah. Jordan sent me a random message on LinkedIn. It led to a phone call and we had a good conversation, but we were both in kind of interesting places in our lives. Didn't really have much of a product at the end of it. We were like, all right, cool. It was, it was great getting to know this guy. Then a year of following each other on LinkedIn and kind of interacting with each other's content, our platforms grew independently. We always kind of knew we'd re- reconnect at some point, which leads us to today where he is now on a self-improvement sit down and he has grown this unbelievable podcast and unbelievable personal brand. So Jordan is wise well beyond his years, but I think the first lesson in today's conversation is do not underestimate the value of a random connection. That's exactly how Jordan and I started our relationship, and I am super excited to see where it continues to bud. All right, tangent aside, let's get into it. Jordan, thanks for that, for just listening for a little bit, and welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for taking the time. Brian, it's such a pleasure because I have so much respect for what you're doing, and it was great to have you on my podcast. I'm just so grateful for all of the ways that we're finding to work together now. And that was, you know, my episode with you. It's uh, coming out very short. Like, you know, it's my next episode is, uh, you know, one of my favorite ones of all time. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm stoked to be here on the other end. This is going to be a lot of fun today. Yeah. Well, I mean, as I kind of touched on, you know, your show and my show are a little bit different scale, you know? So, um, I mean, the guests you bring on, yeah, it's definitely something that's worth checking out because you're doing an unbelievable job. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I, I realized in the, uh, intro that I need to, you know, this, you know, totally falls on me. Like I need to update, uh, my bio because, uh, you know, as of like the past month, I actually quit developing websites. I kind of realized like, you know, I mean, cause a lot of people are nice, you know, and it's great. It's great money. It's great money, but it was like me doing it. And a lot of people are nice, but then some people are very mean and pushy. And so like, I kind of stopped that and I'm going from freelancer to full scale agency right now, working with some, you know, working with people like Dennis Yu and he's helping me scale up and uh, build a team around me. And, you know, we're developing this uh, marketing agency for serious podcasters. And I'm really excited about that. So Lots, lots to come there. Yeah. 
No, well, that's interesting. That's interesting, actually, because I know kind of in your past, um, you in high school, you had a job as a busboy and then you grew into to, to becoming a waiter. And then once you made that transition, you kind of had this job, you realized you never wanted to work for someone another day in your life. And this is kind of a similar situation. You got into a place where you're consulting, you're building websites for other people, and you kind of feel like you're serving or kind of servicing other people. So maybe is that a similar kind of reason why you're like, ah, oh, man, this might not be for me because you had that past experience and and maybe that led to a little bit of a transition in, in identifying what you want in your career a little bit more? It, it is. I mean, I got out of that serving job and uh, after two years and I said, never again, you know, mm-hmm. never will I work for everyone, anyone ever again. And I've kept that promise and, you know, there's no turning back now, but, uh, you know, developing websites became eerily similar. I mean, they were paying me a lot of money. So like I was getting bossed around sometimes and, you know, and right, rightfully so. And, you know, part of it falls on me where, you know, I just didn't, I didn't really build the team around me. Like I didn't build any repeatable processes and hire people to perform those repeatable processes. Okay. And, uh, and I, you know, I paid the, I paid the price for it in time and productivity and, uh, emotional, uh, beatings every now and then, you know, uh, but, and I realized like, you know, I really only love developing websites for myself. Like Hmm. when I'm my own boss there, you know, but I started doing it for other people and it just wasn't like it did for a long time. Uh, but it just wasn't a lot. And you clearly had an aptitude for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a skill set that you developed and it was kind of the right place at the right time. You know, there's no shame in looking back and be like, oh, man, I could have done this better. Well, I mean, that's kind of the way that life is. You make a decision with what you have in front of you. You then take it as far as it goes or as far as it's meant to go. And then you pivot. And that's kind of it sounds like you reached that threshold. You're like, all right, it's time for something new. Your brand has grown. Your passion has grown. Let's kind of take the next step. So, I mean, that's that's admirable for sure. Absolutely. And now I can, you know, I, I made a lot of money from that and I can take a leap now and be like, you know, because here's here's what's super interesting. I am, quote unquote, more successful than I've ever been. I mean, you see what we're doing here at Growth Mindset University. Like it, we're I'm freaking rocking it. Okay. Yeah. However, yeah. in the past month, I'm making less money than I've ever made in my entire life, and I'm being very vulnerable and transparent here. So I hope you and your listeners appreciate that. Because I've taken this leap of faith that kind of required this a little bit of downtime before my operations with the uh, marketing agency really get rocking and rolling. Uh, you know, just things aren't exactly ready yet, but I needed to take this leap of faith and uh, I just couldn't go another day developing websites. And now there's like, you know, it's a little bit of pressure on me, but I've got money saved up, you know, so like I'm good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an investment period at the end of the day. You know, you can't always be profitable. Sometimes you have to take a step backwards to go forward. So, I mean, that makes sense in business. That makes sense in relationships. Um, so, no, it, it's a it's a great kind of self-awareness piece that you just have there. All right. Like I said, kind of in the introduction a little bit, uh, you like asking the tough questions, as you call them, questions with teeth. And yeah. I love that because they really do have teeth. Um, <laughs> but but what also is interesting about that is that you've brought on these guests who have great personal brands of their own. They have great messages. And 
And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes if I were in your shoes, I would get a little concerned about my credibility or my capability in that space. So I guess kind of uh, a tickle of imposter syndrome. And I, I know that you've kind of pulled the trigger in a lot of different ways in your life and never looked back, but kind of how do you manage some of these relationships and these opportunities you have and not either get nervous or overwhelmed by the scope of the conversation? Well, I don't feel the imposter syndrome talking to them because I am there as a student mm. and I give most of the time my guest the stage and I really don't talk that much. Uh, you know, you could you can make the case for me. I mean, people say I should talk more, you know, but but I like to give my guests this, the stage, uh, you know, and, and learn from them and get as much out of them as I can, because like, I'm a constant, I'm always going to be there. I'm always going to have time to, to talk at the end of the day. I'm still like the main, like when it's all said and done, like I'm still kind of like the main character of, you know, the growth mindset university broadcast. Right. Yeah. Cause like, you know, most of these guests are only on one or twice, uh, you know, so I got to I want to give them all that, all the time and opportunity that I can there. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, I, and I guess it goes back to like how to win friends and influence people to, uh, you know, to, to be interesting, be interested. Of course, that's, you know, one of the principles that everyone talks about, probably like the most talked about principle. And I, I kind of just put that in action there. Like I'm, I am extremely interested. I only bring on guests that I'm absolutely thirsting for knowledge from. So, well, yeah. So, so is that kind of the reason why you started the podcast then is just to learn or was there a kind of a larger play that you had in mind before you started the podcast? Cause I mean, yeah, you, you are like, you are a lifelong learner. I mean, you, you have done your research uh, for sure in terms of reading. I mean, you have a full library of books behind you. you know? Like you, <laughs> you are, yeah, you are the learner and growth mindset university is the name of your podcast, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, it's obviously something important to you. So I guess what was the intent in that was did you create a podcast just to kind of gain access to people you could learn from or was there a larger plan behind it there's a smaller plan behind it <laughs> when i when the, well, that's okay the first 20 episodes or so were just me talking you know so oh really yeah it was it was stupid <laughs> uh, and and it, yeah, and it evolved I mean, as all great things are yeah it evolved over time and i got a lot better as time went on and i kind of then i developed that larger plan the that you know it was probably around october of 2018 where it's around when we spoke i kind of developed that <laughs> yeah it is, we, we spoke september of 2018 yeah. that's right yeah september of 2018 like i was ready to quit and then october i was like back you know <laughs> and uh and so I, I, yeah, I got that larger plan and, and, and uh, you know, started laying out these people that I wanted to uh, talk to and went out and, and made it happen. I mean, how do I manage these relationships, though? I mean, I love, you know, like I continue, make sure to continue the relationship. Totally. And, uh, you know, I comment on a lot of their posts. I tag them. Like, you know, I, we, I, I, I weave them into the story of my daily content. You know, I don't just tag them, sure. you know, like for, for no discernible reason. Right. I weave them into the story and relay their lessons over and over again and give them that added exposure of another 10,000, 30,000 views, right? right? It's just a touch point at the end of the day. Yeah, it's cool. Like, here's an example. Like with Kevin Rudolph, my favorite musician in the world. And, you know, we're friends on Facebook. 
he follows two of my Twitter accounts and uh, he follows me on Instagram and where else? But anyway, so, and, and so like I'm listening to his music and I get a notification and it's like, oh, Kevin liked my Facebook post. Oh, he liked my tweet. You know, oh, he liked my Instagram or oh, he's in my DMs, you know? So I've replicated that relationship many times over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are people like you where we, you and I talk, you know, relatively often, I'd say. And, uh, and I just like, that. I like to always, yeah, I like to always continue the dialogue message. Oh, I send, I send socks with their face on it all over, mm-hmm. like high socks with their, with their face literally all over it a hundred times. Like Jason, I, I, I totally forgot. I sent it to Jason Pfeiffer, the editor in chief of entrepreneur magazine. And he goes, he goes, dude, awesome socks. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I lost <laughs> like, track that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> little, little things like that. I just, the, the, the goal, the goal for me, Brian is for them to not see me as a podcast host, but mm. to see me as a friend. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a great milestone. I I do want to back up a little bit though, because you talked about when the podcast started, you had a micro plan, but you didn't really have anything to develop. You just kind of put yourself out there and started it. And as you say, you grew as you go, you know, you kind of just take it in stride and see what happens. And that's also what you did with your book. Um, you just kind of, you had an idea, you had the inspiration and then poof, it's time to write it. And I mean, the, the story behind you writing it, I encourage other people to take a little time to learn more about you and learn about that story. Um, but, but kind of the point that I want to bring back is what is the value of just getting started and then kind of using the stream or kind of the flow that's in front of you to maybe answer some of the questions that you have, because I, I can relate to that with self-improvement daily. I was like, Oh, I'm going to do this. And it's going to be an Amazon Alexa flash briefing. And it mm-hmm. is going to be something that I, I use to help build my personal brand and, you know, just kind of a vehicle for some of these small things. And then as that platform changed and as the intent of it and kind of the response of it changed, then I started becoming more intentional about like, Oh, this is what I can accomplish at the end of the day. And it's only, it was only a month ago where I actually got a real firm plan on, oh, this is where I want the podcast to take me, you know, on a personal side. And I, I don't know, is that kind of a natural process for it to take that much time from something starting to something really coming full circle into, yes, this was the purpose, you know? Yeah, it, I grow as I go. And it all starts, stems back to my making decisions without hesitation over the years. Yeah. And I can go back in my timeline all the way back to you know junior year of high school, where I started conditioning myself to make decisions without hesitation for the reason being that the more time I have to think about something, the more likely I am to overthink it and probably blow it. And that's everything from starting the podcast, writing the book to approaching a beautiful woman across the room. It's everything. And that's, that's me. It's not everybody. So I make these decisions without hesitation. And naturally... Because I didn't make those decisions without hesitation because I have to. And naturally, because I make them without hesitation and I just kind of go all, you know, go in right away, uh, it's not perfect. And I have to grow as I go and figure things out along the way. It, you know, it's just called imperfect action. That's the more familiar term for mm-hmm. people. I take 
a lot of imperfect action. You know, people ask me all the time, like, well, why, why, how, when did you start the podcast? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. All I know is that Spotify says that the first episode came out on April 17th, 2018. If the date was not there, I'd, I'd have no clue. Okay. I don't remember deliberating it. No, I just did it. I wish I could tell you something. Yeah. No, mine's the same way. The only reason I know is because I have a, a journal. I have a, like the mm. Gretchen Rubin, the happiness project. And I write in every night and I wrote, actually, it's funny because, you know, self-improvement daily abbreviates to SID, but in my happiness project journal, I wrote SDI because I thought I was all cool making an abbreviation. And I was like, wow, I didn't even do it correctly. You know, cause I was so excited about the project that I just, I made a huge mis- you know, mistake like that. Yeah. But I- that's the only reason I know about it was because I wrote it, you know, it's just, it's something that, you know, which is kind of a part of it and it eventually incorporated, you know? Uh, yeah. I ironically actually just, just, uh, just made this pop in my head. I, I was actually introduced to Gretchen Rubin yesterday. So we'll see where, we'll see where that goes. I'd be very grateful to uh, have her on the show. Uh, that, would, that would be a lot of fun, but let me know. I can help. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I do yeah, want yeah. to back up as kind of, you were talking about grows, you go decide mm-hmm. with, um, without hesitation, you made a point that it's not for everybody. You know, that that's your formula. That's what works for you. You know, for me, my Ted talk was about do it for the story. It's a, it's a form of that, you know, it's about putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and seeing what comes of it. So it's, it's also entering into something without a formal plan and maybe that just works best for both of us because we're good at pivoting and, you know, we have enough organization, at least for myself, I pride myself on organization where I can make the most of things as they come about because I have enough foundation already built. Absolutely. So, and so the, like the other, the other side of it, you know, I have an example on the other side where my good friend Halataha has this amazing podcast called Young and Profiting. Like mm-hmm. I just love her podcast um, you know, one of those people that I just feel so comfortable introducing her to anyone because she's got the large audience and she takes care of her guests, does the preparation. And she, the podcast is just a, 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 a superb audio companion. And mm-hmm. if you go and listen to episode one, it is one of the most well-produced podcast episodes on the face of the planet wow it's like you ever hear like those the like the uh work work life with adam with adam grant and you know by put on by ted familiar yeah and it's like all these different people it's him talking to all these different people all these different segments with a storyline kind of weaved in and uh Mm -hmm. and it's just really intricate and takes like a ton of time in post-production yeah, it's very thoughtful very very thoughtful like really hard to do um yeah and that was that was her first two episodes they were unbelievably good uh i'm just i i am shocked uh she's only and she's only gotten better so there's the opposite there she made sure everything she's different than me she made sure everything was absolutely perfect uh, right. And, and it, that's kind of just a, yeah, having self-awareness about what works for you and design for that. Absolutely. Because, because yeah, no two people are the same. And, she, and awesome. she's been rewarded for it. She has nearly, you know, 27 episodes in, almost 20,000 downloads per episode. She's been rewarded for her, for being perfect from the get-go. She has. Right. But for most people, 
it's either they got to decide without hesitation or they're going to talk themselves out of it. Uh, I see it all the time where people deliberate for months on end and nothing ends up happening. They just end up waiting and waiting and waiting for the perfect time and it never happens and nothing ever gets done. So it's a kind of, I guess you have to be aware of yourself there. I know for me, I am not good enough to be perfect right away. <laughs> like I'm just not. It's a, it's a lot of my ventures that are. I wouldn't say good enough to. I would say just designed to. You know, there's no good or better when it comes to this stuff. It's just you, you know? Yeah, it's absolutely. Yes, good catch. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I got to make sure your self esteem stays high, you know? Like this, <laughs> don't be too hard on yourself, yeah. John. <laughs> All right, cool. So. Yeah, you have this podcast and you're doing a great job Thank and you've built this awesome community and audience. I'm, I I love it. Yeah, it is one of my go-to podcasts. But what this has done is it's brought you also the opportunity to be featured on other podcasts. And it was in, in, in an episode with uh, Mark Metry on the Humans 2.0 podcast where you said something that really stuck out mm -hmm. to me uh, and actually kind of broke my heart, if I'm being honest. Um but you talked about a time when you were in high school and you only had one friend. You kind of went through this, this phase in high school when you, I don't know, were still discovering yourself socially. You felt a little awkward or embarrassed or kind of just, you know, in this phase as many teenagers are. Um, but you, you mentioned that there were days where you decided to go to school without speaking just because you wanted to feel sorry for yourself. And that, that really did uh, break my heart. I'm so, I'm so grateful and so glad to see that you've made so much progress. You know, imagining that kid becoming a leading podcast host, you know, that doesn't make sense, but that's just a testament to you and the growth that you've experienced since then. But would you, would you mind reflecting on that time in your life and the transition you've made since then? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I would make it a game to not talk to people so that I can get home and just feel that much more uh, sorry for myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I just, I really, really didn't talk too much throughout high school. I had that one friend, Peter, and I never had a single class with him after eighth grade. So throughout high school, I didn't have a single class with him. I never even had a lunch with him. So I was I was left to fend for myself. Like I really didn't see him that much in school. It was like it was a big school, so didn't see him that much. And uh, so you're saying that you're even more isolated. Exactly. It sounds exactly. <laughs> I would just, you know, we'd link up after school and uh, and and play some basketball, maybe play some NBA 2K as well, some video games. I'd play all the sports games, and it was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I always beat him in Madden, but he always beat me in NBA, and uh, it, was, it was it was a lot of fun. But and that was like my safe haven, you know. After after school, it was it was good for me. And, uh, but over time, uh, you know, and I, I get to, I get to college and, you know, I, I want to talk to people. I want to, I try talking to people and I realize, oh crap, I actually don't know how my social interactions, a lot of them, even though I'm experiencing social success on, uh, you know, in a way that I'd never experienced it before. It was like, I was quote unquote popular for the first time, you know, cause I was a student athlete and, I was in a fraternity and I was the president of my residence hall. So like just those three things were like working for me. Yeah, you're the man. I, <laughs> I was throwing pool parties. Like, I, was hosting, what happened? Yeah, I was hosting pool parties. It was cool, man. <laughs> hosting <laughs> pool parties with 350 people. Like it was great. Uh, and uh, however, my social interactions 
a lot of them were still like grossly unfulfilling and awkward. And I'd walk away from them and be like, God darn it, Jordan. You know, why, why'd you say that? Why'd you do that? I'd be kicking myself. And, and it just can't, it got to a point where like, it was, you know, it came from a, a place of pain and I decided to just learn everything I can about human behavior and communication and even just human nature. I read all sorts of books. I read books directly on the top those topics. I read books on adjacent topics. For example, like Sapiens, a brief history of human of, of humankind. And like the first the first part of that book, I think there's three parts in that book, but the first part was like really understanding who we are and where we come from as as a species. So was and that it effective? A lot because of it sounds I, I do it, think so. Yeah. Yeah, because it sounds kind of counterintuitive. I mean, like you are reading about how to talk to people, you know, when you just want to practice. I mean, I, I guess it works for you, but Right, no, no, no. I mean, because like, you know, as a human being, I mean, you go out into the real world like every single day. And I mean, I was I was I mean, by by nature, I was I was practicing every single day. And you know, I read gotcha. Captivate the Science of Succeeding with People by Vanessa Van Edwards kind of came full and that book was the one that really changed my life i read a lot of books on communication but that was the one that did it and yeah, yeah. it kind of came full circle and i had her on my podcast the episode came out last week and i remember that yeah and it was great and she she retweeted it and she's uh she's she's working it into her social calendar to share uh, everywhere as well she really enjoyed it and it was actually ranked uh uh someone someone came out with it as, as the number as a number one podcast to listen i mean it wasn't like a huge like news outlet or anything but like i was like I was like, all right, because I was up there with like Nathan Latka, but I was like, he was number like three, and I was like number one with Vanessa. Oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, <laughs> uh, and because but like that that I, that episode means so much to me. It, yeah, uh, it's so near and dear to my heart, and so I just started learning. You know, I learn about all this stuff, and over the course of uh, you know over a year and a half that I've been on the learning communication journey, my life has transformed uh mm -hmm. i cannot but how quick was that transformation how, how quick did you feel the difference being like oh man i'm way more confident talking to girls or people or friends or you know as a leader you know how long did that take vanessa van edwards book kind of catapulted me a little bit however it did take a lot of practice and making it you know ingraining it into my system my brain and making it natural uh you know over and over again because you know if we think about it my default way, of, I mean, because like I'm not dealing with like the best social genes either. Like my dad is, you know, uh, not the most social person. He always struggled in college, and uh, you know, with mm -hmm. it, it, you know, just going to the social outings, and you know, he doesn't really partake in the social outings with my mother. Uh, okay, but you know, I mean, that's the only bad thing about him. Like that's it, you know. Uh, there's so, but I was, you know, I was kind of dealt that hand and, uh, and I didn't want to optimize for it and stay home. I wanted to fight it with every fiber of my being. And, uh, yeah, so the transformation. So like, if we think about it, like, uh, you know, a river over a long period of time, a river, like a river is carved out, you know, there's some water flowing and over time, like a river, I don't know too much about like the formation of rivers, but it just gets deeper and deeper and, and the water flows more and more as, as, as thousands of years go by, as I assume, I guess, I guess that's why the Grand Canyon's there. I don't know, but yeah, that's exactly. Oh, it is. Okay. So like, yeah, I mean, it's erosion. Yeah. So, water yeah. So, so imagine like you're, you, you know, me socially awkward was ingrained into my system and it was like 
and it was that was the free flowing river. So oh, it wow. took a really long time, not a really long time, but it took a months, you know, a year uh, to really form this new river of mm-hmm. fulfilling social interactions where I am I'm very confident when I am talking to people now. I, I just I just am. Yeah. I mean you're great I at feel, it. I feel <laughs> in control. I do. And, and I'm not even just talking on the podcast, like in real life. <laughs> yeah. And I can point to I can Absolutely. point to a lot of examples. Uh, I, I can point to I can point to one last night. I won't I won't share too much detail there, but uh, you know, just meeting someone at the pool and talking for literally five hours. Like wow. Complete stranger. That's that's something you couldn't imagine. Oh, a stranger. That's even better. Yeah, that's something that you you couldn't imagine when you know even three years ago when you were in high school and just kind of going through that. Um, But but then going back into high school. So how did you know? Because I mean, if if you're a certain way and you've inherited these genes from your father and just kind of you have a predisposition to just being quieter and less social. How did you know? Like what what was kind of burning inside you? We're like, man, I need to make a change. I need to be. I need to actively work, work on this because it might not be something that I natively have, you know, because a lot of people would kind of roll over and go mm-hmm. belly up and be like, yeah, um, this is who I am and it's okay. And this is the life I'm going to live. But you kind of knew that there was a higher potential or at least a, a, a passion to, to get into a more, I don't know, uh, social yeah. space. So, so what, what inside you kind of brought that out? I so desperately want it friends. That's it. Oh wow! I hmm. it was so it was such a burning desire in me, and I so desperately wanted to be accepted. And with that, you know, with the whole acceptance thing, it it come that comes with a whole host of problems in and of itself. You know, as in, namely, you know, displaying some performance behaviors because uh, you know trying to make up for my inferiority gap, so to say, like yeah, me, me feeling inferior and you know, thinking, oh, I have to, I have to talk about my, I have to pretend like I'm more successful than I actually am to get up to their level. I have to pretend like I'm richer than I actually am to get up to their level, to be accepted. And so I've had to deal with that over the years and I'm becoming, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm getting rid of that, uh, you know, inferiority gap and and thus the need to put on these performance behaviors uh, but hmm. that's really where it comes from, the acceptance and, and the desire for friends. Yeah. And that's a, just a basic human need. You know, that's in Maslow's hierarchy of basic human needs. So, yeah, I mean, I, I should have guessed that answer, but I wanted to just get right. your take on it anyway. Cool. And I, I think that naturally transitions kind of in the last thing I want to ask you about, which is your Instagram uh, profile bio. You have something that has been in your profile for a long time throughout this transition, I imagine. But the quote is, don't make a living, design a life. And could you just quickly talk about what that means to you first? Absolutely. It's been there since August of 2016, not because it sounds good, but because it actually works. And I've designed my life around three criteria. Those criteria are, you know, the make me, you know, make a lot of money, have a lot of fun, help a lot of people. And if a specific activity does not fit one of those three criteria, I either don't do it all, at all or I outsource it. And so I have this grand filter over my life through which I filter every request, inbound request and opportunity through. Does it fit at least one of those three criteria, if not two or all of them? Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that that's essentially what it is. It's a filter and it, uh, you know, it, but, you know, naturally designs the life of your dreams once you set your criteria. It's that simple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I know that you kind of went through make a lot of money, have a lot of fun, help a lot of people. That came from Dave Meltzer, I believe, which is someone that I admire too in it his did. work. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I interviewed David Meltzer and I saw that was his mission statement, I was like, oh, that's what I've been doing all these years. Like that's my, ah. like that's my criteria. Yeah. And so it solidified the concept in my head about six months ago. Uh, it was it was subconscious before, and I always had don't make a living design a life, but now it had an extra. It had this oomph to it. Right. Yeah, that's interesting that it's more of a recent. I mean, it's something that I guess labels what you've been feeling for a long time. Yeah. So that's interesting that it is a recent kind of understanding that you have for yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's become your decision-making matrix. You know, it becomes, like you said, this is your filter. And if it fits in these categories, then pull the trigger. If not, then you don't. And, and kind of growing on that, and this might be a little philosophical, but, you know, at 21 years old, how do you know that that's truly you, that that's, the, you know, those are the three things that you want to design your life around because there's so much to learn, so much to be experienced. And like I said, you're wise beyond your years, but still, I mean, there's, there's gotta be a point where it's like, oh, let's have an open mind to maybe some of these opportunities that don't necessarily fill one of those three categories that I might be missing out on, you know? So I guess, do you dip in that pond a little bit to... Um, to understand if you're missing opportunities and just to kind of develop that larger mental model. I mean, yeah, you always have to uh, grow and evolve. I'm open to things changing. You know, I'm, I'm open to uh, new experiences. I mean, I guess like, I mean, if we're going to talk about the roots of it, like, yes, that, that so this concept was solidified in my head six months ago. But before it was like, you know, make a living as in, you know, pretty much don't be a corporate drone for 40 years and then retire and die yeah. three years later. Yeah. Make okay. your own way. And that's like what it, that's what it meant before. And now I've like, now, then I just applied the filter six months ago, but yeah, I'm always, always open to evolution, my friend. I mean, because you know, we, we've, we've seen entire species die off. I write about in chapter two of my book because they did not evolve. Like, for example, dodo birds did not learn to fear humans. So they became extinct. So, and it sounds like that's kind of what you did, you know, because you had this idea and then you used experience. You know, Dave Meltzer, when you heard his, his impression on how you can relate this in your life, you use that and be like, oh, okay, that's what I meant. And it kind of did mold and evolve. So it sounds like that you have this kind of core idea of what you believe and what you want. And then, yeah, your, your ears open to seeing how that might interact with your life and how it can change the things around you. And then you kind of develop that new mental model that you take moving forward. So it's, it's an iterative process yes. with kind of a, f a firm foundation. I so. love the word iterative. I use it myself. I, I, I enjoy it. Okay, good. <laughs> cool. Jordan, I mean, we, uh, yeah, we can go on for ages and yeah. I'm sure we will in the future, but as for now, if there's one takeaway that you just want to leave the audience with that either we discussed already or that, uh, you want to bring to light that I didn't get to highlight, what's the one thing you want to kind of share at the end of this? Don't make a living design a life D design your criteria, determine those criteria and design your life around that. And because we only have People forget like, yeah, 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 it's a concept in your head. Like logically, you know that you're here for like 80, 90 years, but kind of forget that uh, that fact and kind of just get caught up in the flow. Like, let me just let me just do what, you know, like take your free will back 
instead of just doing what you're supposed to do. Like, listen, if you, if your free will wants you, if you, you've got free will and you, you like really, really are adamant about getting some job, uh, you know, some corporate job, like that's awesome. You know, I just, and I don't bash that. I just, for me, it's not what, it's not the, answer right uh, but your so, designed life is different than someone else's designed life so that's, right, I mean, that goes back into self-awareness about what yours is meant to be go out and pursue it and don't look back because there's no time for regret or second guessing what you believe so that's exactly beautiful, it, Ryan. beautiful all right so just quickly what are you working on that you're excited about and where can people find out more about you outside of you know the podcast obviously growth mindset university where else yeah, I'm working on this new book that's very exciting. Uh, oh, there we I, go. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> I recommend you know of course Growth Mindset University the podcast. I always recommend people start with uh, you know like the Mark Manson episode episode ninety nine mm-hmm. jordanparis dot com slash ep ninety nine or actually yeah, yeah thank you I appreciate that. Uh, but by the time that this comes out, Brian, it's like ninety nine percent. Sure that uh, you, my episode with you will be out, so people can go to jordanparis.com slash Ford to hear my interview with the humble and wise Brian Ford. And <laughs> and uh, you know, if you want to start your own podcast or take your podcast to the next level, I have a completely free blog post that's uh, just at jordanparis.com slash pu, and you can get free access to what I call podcast university solves for all the unknown variables of podcasting. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point is that you, even though you have a flooded inbox and a bunch of people reaching out, like you are really good about being responsive. So anyone who, who resonates with something that Jordan said, or is interested in blowing up their podcast, definitely reach out to Jordan. He'll get back to you. So, I mean, that's something that um, is going to scale within your career as it continues to progress. And I can't wait to see where it goes. So Jordan, thanks so much for being on dude. Brian, it's been a lot of fun. There you have it. Thanks for listening to another self-improvement sit-down. And if you really loved it, then keep the momentum rolling and check out the episode where Jordan interviewed me on his top podcast, Growth Mindset University. You can find that interview at jordanparis.com slash Ford. But as for this one, we covered a ton of topics today. And to me, they all came back to one core thought, self-awareness. Whether it's social anxiety, understanding your own workflow, or overcoming imposter syndrome, you need to be clear on who you are to perform in any area in life. That's it from me. Thanks for taking the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you next time on Self-Improvement Daily.